Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, Episode 77. I'm Scott Davenport. Today's topic is your mid-year photo goal checkpoint. Hi, welcome. Thanks for joining me. I'm glad to be back with you for another chat about photography, this passion we share. And in today's episode, let's take one more step on our never-ending journey of photography. At the beginning of 2021, you likely set a few photography goals for yourself for the year. I set a few of my own, and I talked about those back in episode 52 of this podcast. Well, the year is half over, and it's a good time for a progress checkpoint, and that is today's topic. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend on social media, with your camera club, and if you can, please leave a rating for the podcast. There were some new ratings in the past week. Thank you to those of you that took the time to leave a rating. Those fresh ratings really help other photographers find out about the show. And check the podcast app you're working with. If there's a rating option, please use it. You can also leave a rating on the web at podchaser.com. It seems almost unbelievable that 2021 is already half behind us. This is the halfway point as this goes live. It is the 30th of June, 2021. Uh, The days go slow and the years go fast, as the saying goes. The mid-year mark is a natural point for us to assess progress for the year thus far. How are you doing on your photo goals? Are you on track? Maybe you've completed some goals. Or is a course correction needed? or just a gentle nudge, a simple reminder about the areas of your photography you want to spend time with, pay attention to, and grow your skills in. And maybe some of the goals you set at the beginning of the year don't make sense anymore. Things change over time. Situations change. Maybe a goal has to be put on pause. That's all okay. My take on that is just to be aware of the change, know why it's happening. I don't prefer to let time uh, slip away from me, and lack of progress or inaction is an outcome of uh, oblivion, you know, not being aware. So I do wholeheartedly encourage you, take some time this week, go back and visit the photo goals you set at the beginning of the year and see how you're doing. And if you didn't set any goals for the year, It's never too late to start. There's no rule that a photo goal has to be set in January and achieved by December. Pursuing photography, being a creative, it's all fluid. For today's podcast discussion, I thought I'd share my mid-year checkpoint with you where I am on my photo goals. There is some good news and there is some areas I need to keep working on. Clearly keep working on, but we'll get there. Uh, So what are my photo goals for 2021? I have three of them, and like I mentioned at the top of the podcast, I talked about these in episode 52. If you want to hear about those goals, a little more detail around them, why I have them, go ahead and pause this episode, have a listen to episode 52. There's a link in the show notes. I'll be here when you get back. My three goals for this year are, number one, get out of the wide-angle trap. Number two, capture more photo essays, more bodies of work. And number three, return to black and white imagery. So how am I doing? Well, let's start with number one, get out of the wide angle trap. So this wide angle trap, this is my habit of capturing only wide angle photos. I'm a landscape person that is really, you know, where landscapes often live at the wide angle. And I just simply fail to explore the mid range or the telephoto focal lengths. So my goal for the year is to do more of that because I think it will help train my eye to see 
more photo opportunities. So how am I doing? Well, if I had to give myself a grade, it'd be a D minus. And that's being generous. I simply have not broken my habits. And this was an easy one to measure. Every photo I capture has EXIF data about the lens I used, about the focal length it was captured at. And in Lightroom with search filters, I looked at all my photos captured in 2021, and there weren't a lot of them, about 500 or so. Filtered those by lenses, and there were a grand total of four photos captured with my 70 to 200 lens. Maybe another 10% with a 20 millimeter prime, and I'm using a crop sensor with that lens, so okay, if I'm feeling generous, that's a 35 millimeter equivalent. But the rest, there's really an even split between my 16 to 35 millimeter and my 24 to 70 millimeter. Those two lenses are my bread and butter. They have like near permanent mount status on my pair of Sony A7R2s. And as I said those lens dimensions, you might have had the same thought I did when I first looked at the data. I was like, hmm, what about that 24 to 70? There are some longer focal lengths in there, well, at least long to me, you know, a guy who's permanently parked at 16 millimeter or seemingly parked at 16 millimeter. So I drilled into the 24 to 70 millimeter photos. One more search filter in Lightroom, and I can see for just that lens, what were the focal lengths that I captured things at? And my shooting patterns are the same as what they've been year after year. A lot of shots at the 24 to 27, 28 millimeter end of that lens, a spike around 67 to 70 millimeters. You know, uh, really everything else was just one shot here, one shot there. If, uh, if this were a histogram, there would be a big spike in the shadows, a valley that's nearly empty, and then a big spike in the highlights. With that lens, I'm either shooting fully wide or I'm racked out at 70. And I'm basically failing at my first goal, getting out of the wide angle trap. I have some serious work to do in the second half of 2021. And maybe that means I need to do a photo outing with only my long lens force the issue, force me to see things in a different way. Or uh, I do have a nifty 50, you know, mount that up and that's the only lens I'm going out with. And that's just how it needs to be. Maybe even put that 50 on my crop sensor body. So I'm forcing myself to be like a 75 ish millimeter, but that's the, the value of the mid-year checkup here, right? You can assess your progress realize in my case, I got some work to do and then devise some photo experiments or exercises to help progress toward that goal. All right, goal number two, capturing more photo essays. And this goal for me is again about growing my eye, seeing more photo opportunities, getting beyond that singular greatest hit photo. And I'm happy to report I'm doing pretty well on this goal least with about half of my photo outings this year, I've captured a series of photos. I tend to settle around six images or thereabout to present a cross section of an outing. I still go after the greatest hit photo, but I've done well to branch out and capture additional images. So thinking about, all right, what have I done that has helped me toward this goal? Uh, one is working with a second camera. While camera number one is 
set up and poised and trying to get that greatest hit photo, I'll use camera number two and work other things. It doesn't matter, really matter what it is. It's just, you know, maybe I'll take a different angle on a, a landscape or uh, you know, I'm out at the ocean and a surfer goes by, I take a photo of that. Just some surrounding context that's beyond my greatest hit composition. Another thing is recognizing when I have worked a composition enough, I've got that solid image, and it's time to move on to another subject or another composition. Uh, a couple of years ago, I would plant, I'd find that one composition I really wanted to get, and I would work it and work it and work it and work it until uh, the sun went down or the sun was high enough that the, the light was no longer good. And sure, I got some good images out of that, but I lost out on other opportunities. So recognizing that I've got the one, I've got an image that is, is really singing, it looks wonderful, move on, capture something else. So how did I measure this? How did I know that I was doing okay on this goal? Once again, it's leveraging search tools in Lightroom, leveraging the metadata. For my style of photography, a set of photos from a given day usually represents one photo outing. It may be several if there were a lengthy drive or I'm actually traveling. But I started my search in Lightroom by date, and you can filter down to just a single day's worth of images. Then I'd apply an additional level of filtering and sifting the images to include star ratings and color labels. You know, in my workflow, I rate the photos, you know, most like most of us do, so my four star and higher, those are my better images. I also use color labels to track my image's progress through my workflow, and so some of those color labels mean the photo is finished, I've processed it, it's ready to be shared or printed, it's a finished work. So I set up those attributes for higher rated images, set the color labels up, and then I can skim through photos day by day, and it's pretty easy to tell when I've captured a variety of photos, more like a photo essay, and not just a singular image. So for the rest of 2021, I want to keep that momentum going. I've done well so far, but it's not complete. It, uh, maybe this isn't the type of goal that ever really gets finished, but I think I'll measure completion by when I'm not consciously thinking about photo essays. I'm naturally capturing bodies of work versus singular images. And I'm certainly not there yet. Something that has helped me uh, thinking about how will I continue to keep this momentum going is thinking about uh, photography workshops. You know, at the end of the workshops I host, we have a photo share among the group. And the more powerful, the more effective photo shares I've seen are the ones that present a cross-section of the workshop. And I don't mean just a photo from each location visited. You know, if we're taking a workshop in the Pacific Northwest, and I'm going to Oregon in the, the fall here, it's not just going to be, here's a beautiful coastline, here's a wonderful waterfall, here's a great stream. You know, they're all rocks and water and rocks and water and rocks and water. And after like the fifth photo of rocks and water, you know, people start to gloss over. It's the sequence that has a mix of imagery. Maybe there's the sweeping landscape and then some close-up detail work or something else that indicates the spirit of that location, that town, whatever it might be. Just having that cross-section, that mix of subjects. So um, that's what I'm going to try to keep in mind as I go through the rest of this year. The progress has been good. i got to keep that momentum going. 
And my third goal, a return to black and white imagery. And I've had an off again, on again relationship with black and white photos. And in 2021, I wanted to rekindle that work, particularly with long exposures at the ocean. That's a separate photo project I've been working on for several years, slowly building up this body of work. And how have I done in the first half of this year? Pretty well. Now, this is a goal that I measure by quality and not by volume. So it's a matter of quality images as opposed to just a sheer count of photos. And I've made about 15 to 20 good black and white images this year. And a few of them do feed into my ongoing long exposure project. And you can see one of those photos on stopdownpodcast.com with this episode's webpage. So this is another goal that I want to keep momentum going on. And one of the ways that has helped me do that is to view the world in black and white. So when I am out in the field, I'll put my camera into the creative mode. One of the creative modes is black and white. So you can see the world in black and white. And it really does change the way that you compose. You know, the color is gone. You see much more shape and form. And it's very helpful. And I'll keep doing that exercise to keep that uh, black and white part of my brain getting, you know, getting it, uh, getting that muscle memory built up. Breaking out the infrared camera has been helpful. So uh, you know, I have an IR camera that's converted for a deep black and white look. So it's, uh, it's still really purely a black and white photo, but it's a little different, right? Infrared looks a little different. Now I do expect this particular goal, the black and white goal, to, uh, to take a bit of a pause over the next several months. Uh, notably for the long exposure project. Um, as summer approaches in San Diego, the skies empty out. There's just a lot of cloudless days for the next couple of months at least, and that doesn't align with the vision I have for the Seascapes project, but I can still continue momentum with just black and white work in general. So there is my mid-year photo goal checkup. Doing pretty good on collections of work and photo essays, doing well on black and white imagery, but I am still stuck in that wide-angle trap. That goal needs focused attention. So now it's your turn. Check your goals. Take a few minutes to measure progress. Reassess and adjust if you need to, and keep moving forward. A little bit of studio news. I talked quite a bit about some Lightroom workflow items in this podcast and leveraging metadata to sort and sift and funnel images into smaller sets as metadata is like super powerful and we get a lot of it for free with our digital images i do augment it with human added metadata you know star ratings and color labels and flags and so forth if you're interested in this kind of stuff I wrote an ebook and produced a video course detailing my entire Lightroom workflow. Everything from the folder structure to how and why I apply metadata, smart collections, and searches so I can not only just find and group photos, I can track my workflow and be able to answer questions about my photography like we're talking about here. It's called Lightroom Asset Management. The photo video combo, it runs about 15 bucks. It's, you know, it's, it's a good bargain. And I'll put a link in the show notes if you're looking to up your metadata game and uh, answer some more intriguing questions leveraging the data that you already have in your catalog. 
Thanks, as always, to the supporters on Patreon. Had uh, one or two new signups this week. Thanks very much for joining me over there. I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate your support. It is what makes this podcast possible, and your support's helping thousands of photographers enjoy photography. And patrons, I am starting work on something new. I think it's going to take me a couple of months, but a new uh, video course and you know, patrons, you tend to start seeing sneak peeks at it earlier than when it releases. I'll probably be asking a couple of questions and uh, getting your feedback on it. And uh, generally speaking, I end up giving those courses away for free to the patrons as a way to thank them for their ongoing support. So if you're in the Patreon community, be on the lookout for some some posts coming in July about this uh, this new project. And if you're interested in learning about the Patreon community, checking out what we're doing over there. Hit the show notes. There is also a support the show button on all pages of Stop Down Podcast. And included there is a list of several zero-cost ways you can support this show, support my work. So if Patreon, you're like, nah, it's not for me, Scott, but I want to support the show, check that link out. We'll list out several different ways that you can support the show for zero dollars, nothing out of your pocket. And one of the ways is a rating on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast feed you're in. So that's a... Take you a couple minutes, zero dollars, little investment of your time, and it's a great way to help support this show. That'll do it for me this week. I hope you get some insights as you look at your photos for the first half of the year. See how you're doing toward your photo goals. And again, if you haven't set a goal for yourself, go ahead and set one, just one. One's all it takes. Some little maneuver forward on your craft. You'll be happy that you did. Those little tiny steps over the course of years of photography, they pay off. They really do pay off. You're going to improve. You'll keep moving forward on your photo journey because it is a journey. It is not something that happens overnight. Nobody is born knowing photography. We all need to learn it and we all can learn it. And until next time, my name's Scott Davenport. Have fun.